You're listening to an AppleViz podcast. Hey, AppleVizers, Tyler here with a demonstration and walkthrough of macOS Recovery. macOS Recovery is a suite of utilities that are primarily used for troubleshooting issues with your Mac. Even if you can't boot into macOS, you may be able to start up in macOS Recovery, which can help you diagnose or potentially fix the problem. It's not something you'll need to use often, but I think it can be helpful to know your way around it just in case you do need to use it. The way you access macOS recovery depends on whether you have a Mac with Apple Silicon or an Intel-based Mac. For a Mac with Apple Silicon, if it's not already, shut it down. I typically, to be sure, I after hitting the shutdown button, I typically wait about 15 seconds to be sure, because I can't see the screen. And then once it's shut down, you hold down the power button until voiceover starts talking, in which point you would, you're focused on a grid, so you'd interact with that grid via right to the options group, interact with that group, and click continue. For an Intel-based Mac, you turn it on or restart it while holding down Command-R, I don't know if it's an, if you necessarily have to do this, but to be sure, I hold down Command-R until voiceover starts talking on an Intel Mac. If you're not sure what kind of Mac you have from within macOS, choose About This Mac from the Apple menu. If you see something like Processor, X gigahertz, Intel Core something, you have an Intel-based Mac. And if you see something like Chip, Apple M something, you have a Mac with Apple Silicon. So I have an M2 MacBook Air, which is an Apple Silicon Mac. So I've already shut it down, and I'm going to press and hold the power button. VoiceOver on boot picker. Window. Select disk grid has key. Okay, so VoiceOver is now on, and it's it's in using the Samantha voice, which is not the voice that I use. But because I'm not technically in macOS, I'm in macOS recovery, voiceover works, but it will not work with my voiceover settings. It works with the default settings, similar to how it behaves at the login prompt. So you'll notice as, you know, as this recording progresses that it, will, it may give some hints. It may be sound a little more verbose than, well, certainly more verbose than what I'm used to, but maybe more verbose than what you're used to. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're working in macOS recovery, certain settings like the voice can't be changed. So I'm focused on a grid, and this would be the environment where you'd select your startup disk. So if you had more than one volume on your Mac and you wanted to restart into a different volume than what you're started up in, this is how you would do it. And it's good to know now that on Macs with Apple Silicon, this startup manager is accessible because on the Intel Macs, you could restart while holding down the option key, but you'd have no audible feedback. So if you can't see the screen, you'd just be guessing if you want to select a startup disk. So I'm going to interact with the grid. In select disk, grid selected disk named Macintosh HD group. So Macintosh HD, that's my startup disk, all VL right. Selected button named options to boot to recovery, group, two of two. You interact. And select continue button. Continue. You are currently on installer progress. Installer progress. Recovery assistant. Key recovery assist. Recovery is launched in the background. 
You are currently on. Okay, so I'm at the top of the window. Mac OS recovery. Select a user you know the password for. You are currently. VRM. Grid. You are in grid. Tyler, one of one. Tyler, stop interacting. We are right to the next button. Forgot all passwords. Button. Restart. B next. Button. In dialog. Secure edit text. Enter the password. Club recovery. Window. Restore from time machine icon. Okay, so now I'm at the top of the window in Recovery Assistant. Restore from Time Machine icon, if I VR right. Restore from Time Machine. And if I wanted to select any of these utilities, I would press VR space on them and then jump down to the Continue button at the bottom of the window. Restore from Time Machine, as the name suggests, allows you to restore your computer to a previous state. You can use, uh, if you have a Time Machine backup that you want to restore, for example, if an update goes wrong, you can restore it to a backup from when before the update was applied. Even if you don't have a time machine backup, you may be able to restore using what's called a local snapshot, which is basically a snapshot of your Mac that macOS creates you know, right before there are changes to, made to the system, similar to how system restore points work on Windows. So if you want to do that, you would use this utility. So I'm going to VR right. If you have reinstall Mac OS Ventura icon, reinstall Mac OS Ventura. Reinstall Mac OS Ventura. It's fairly self-explanatory. If you want to reinstall Mac OS, just hit VR space on that and continue. Install a new copy of Mac OS Safari icon. Safari. Safari. That is just an instance of Safari. It may be useful if, for example, you need to go to Apple support. You can use Safari and... It's basically, it behaves similarly to how Safari in macOS behaves, but without your settings. So VR right. Browse Apple support to get help with disk utility icon. If disk utility. Disk utility. This can be quite useful if, for example, you think you're having, you're, there's a problem with your internal disk. You can use disk utility to run a first aid check and potentially repair the file system. In addition, on older Macs, this is how you would reset it to factory settings. You just go into Disk Utility, select the top device in the table, click Erase, give it a name, give it an, choose APFS from the format, pop-up menu, hit Erase. Once that's done, the disk has been erased and reformatted, quit Disk Utility, and then go to the Reinstall Mac OS option in Recovery Assistant and install a new copy of Mac OS onto the freshly formatted disk. Of course, for Macs with the T2 security chip or Apple Silicon, you can do this process much more easily from within Mac OS itself by just going to System Settings and then General, Transfer Reset, Erase All Content and Settings. But back on topic here, I'm going to go into the utilities menu in the menu bar because if I VR right, repair or erase a disk used continue button, continue button. The continue button is the last button in the window. So I'm going to go to the utilities menu now in the menu bar. Menu bar, app recovery, file, edit, utilities, utilities, menu three items, startup security utility. You are startup security utility. This is where you would change the security policy on your Mac. And it's something, this isn't something that I'd recommend the average user changing. I think the default is adequate for most people, the full security, where your Mac will only boot operating systems that have been 
signed and are known to be authentic by Apple. Um, and in this way, it prevents malware from installing, potentially installing a tampered with copy of Mac OS at the root level and installing that onto your startup disk because if the security check goes as the computer boots and it detects that it's an uns- you're running an unsigned copy, the Mac will not boot and thus you won't be subject to that risk. The only reason why you may want to change it is, I believe, on Macs with the T2 security chip. By default, with full security, you cannot boot from external media. So if you, for example, wanted to boot from a Mac, a bootable Mac OS installer, you would need to go in here and change the security setting to allow startup from external media. And then once you've done what you need to do in external media, it's recommended to go back in here and change it to full security because in addition to the vulnerability that you're creating by reducing the startup security level, some functions on the Mac, like Apple Pay, if you use that, that will not work with reduced security policies. So I'm going to go down. Terminal command shift, T. Terminal, and that's just an instance of terminal. If you know how to use terminal from within macOS, you'll know how to use it in macOS recovery. It's basically a command line interface where you can issue commands to macOS and its Unix underpinnings. So as far as what you can do with it, the sky is basically the limit. I'm going to go down again. Share disk ellipsis. Share disk. And if this option is only available on Macs with Apple Silicon, so if you're on an Intel Mac, I don't think you'll see this option. But basically it's a replacement of target disk mode where you'd select share disk, you'd select your startup disk, and then connect your Mac to another Mac using a Thunderbolt cable and your disk would mount on the other Mac as if it were an external storage device where files can be copied to and from and files can be edited and deleted as if the other Mac was interacting with an external storage device. If you don't have this option, like if you're on an Intel-based Mac, you would shut the Mac down, connect it using a Thunderbolt cable to another Mac that's that's booted up, and then you would turn on the target Mac while holding down the T key. So that's pretty much all the all the utilities in macOS recovery, or at least all the main utilities you can access via the GUI. Of course, there's much more you can do through the terminal, but that's beyond the scope of this tutorial. So to get back into macOS, I'm going to go to the Apple menu. Window, menu 8, Apple, menu 3 items, start, shutdown, restart. You know, restart. You are currently on a menu. Login enter password. Okay, now here I am in the login window. So that's a demonstration walkthrough of macOS recovery. I think once you know it's there and once you know how to navigate it, it's pretty easy to use and it can be pretty useful if you have a problem with your Mac or you want to do some sort of tinkering. I hope you found this helpful. Peace. This AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in resources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.